Live and patiently waiting on the League's Cup Trophy Victory Parade route, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I think it just like goes out the parking lot. And like to the food building? Man, I didn't even think of going that short. There's there's gotta be a a Mexican restaurant in there somewhere. Yeah, I was gonna say it has to visit all league representation. Oh, good point, good point. Maybe, well, maybe there's, there's just a mariachi well, during the CNE. Surely there's got to be something, and like they could literally just do it through the food building. That should hit everything. Yeah, maybe. there's got to be some kind of taco in there. You'd think. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Maybe you just go to a McDonald's on a Taco Bell, and you know, call it a day. <laughs> it smokes, smokes pecuniary on the way. Yeah, that'd be fine. There's no Canadian. There's no Canadian league in League's Cup. I don't have to hit any Canadian. Outlet. Oh, even better. They should just go to Chipotle then. That covers everything, right? Mm. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about your toilet bowl. We got the meats. All right. Well, on that, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vogue Minority Podcast. Podcast that doesn't wear short shorts. On this week's show, we talk about TFC's three-week vacation, what will they do? A disappointing end for Canada at the Women's World Cup. Say farewell to a TFC legend, review what's been happening at the World Cup, and more. And now this week's panel. He is our man in Little Malta. Please say hello to Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Malta did better at this World Cup than Canada did. Jesus. I know. I was thinking that. Impressive performance. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't let it put it down. It's because they have you behind them, Duncan. I thought so. That did sound kind of like a, a crappy local spy novel, though. Our man, man in Little Malta. Our man in Little Malta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the, the Maltese red-breasted robin. <laughs> the Maltese pigeon. The Maltese oh, pigeon. The Maltese pigeon. There yeah. we go. <laughs> Uh, he makes this show run. Please say hello to Mr. Mark Hinckley. Hello. How's everybody? I'm good. Great. Can you, give us the run- you give us the runs, Mark. Thanks. Like, like Chipotle. Hey. It's too early for a callback. Come on. Never. <laughs> Two soccer's favorite star. Say hello to Tony Walsh. Hmm. How can I bring this back to Chipotle? <laughs> oh, if you haven't, it just keeps coming back whether you like it or not. Oh, oh. explosive. Oh, it's going to be a Destiny. long show. Uh, as for me, um, I'm still trying to catch up on my sleep from yesterday, but uh, I am your host, Christian Knowles. And now to our show. Beans. <laughs> oh, Nice. All right. What's been happening? Well, what's been happening is uh, a lot of soccer not going well. If you are a fan of either Toronto FC or the uh, Canadian women's national team. So let's talk about TFC first though, because we'll just do it chronologically. Um, Sunday night was their second match in the, Oh, so exciting leagues cup versus Atlas, which was exciting. And if you went to the match, um, it was almost from at parts of the match, like being at an Atlas home match because there were a lot of fans there. Mark, how's your uh, Kia sponsored Atlas? Did you get there in time? 
Oh yeah, no, I. Uh, it's missing some key part, some key, uh, some key parts of the map. Um, did you know in IKEA, Alice? There's no Japan. It's huh. weird. Yeah, none. <laughs> none. Just water, right where you think it is. <laughs> but I heard, you know, all, hey. I heard all of Northern Canada is just a sportage. <laughs> is that IKEA, or is that a? Yeah, I think so. A, yeah, IKEA sportage. Yeah. Right? All right. Well done, me. Yeah, Good Philadelphia job. is Good just job. replaced by Seoul. That's mm. another guy. Mm. Um. Anyway, so the match itself was 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 lost very early on. Apparently, um, Mark. Mark, when when was you had you somehow managed to get? It was like a minute ninety nine seconds. Ninety nine seconds when that goal went were, in. I thought you were going to say March. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean. I mean, looking at where we are, yes, that's also true. Yes, um, but uh, no, it was uh, it was stupidly early. That was that. The weird part about that goal was that it it made me think that the tone was being set for an absolute murder. Oh yeah, I thought. And okay, here it, we go. Floodgates open. Yeah, and it never ha- It never happened. I mean, it it threatened a few times, but like that was it. That was so. There was, was this false sense of hope through parts of the match. Oh. <laughs> hope for what? That they I, somehow I, I magically scored four goals. That's uh, what. Well, this goal too early. I mean, it's like TFC still got like probably about 97, 98 minutes to be coming back to tie it up. But, you know, that's obviously just a joke. There's, there was no hope of a goal. TFC don't score goals anymore. I, mean, I always hope. have hope. Yeah, well... I know more problem me. I get it. I get it. But uh, but it was you know it was it was like I say I said in the rundown that it was it was a fun night. It it was a fun night in that like I enjoyed the atmosphere. I liked seeing all the Atlas fans and the various non-Atlas kits, but certainly Liga MX related uh, kits. Was, was was Tony there? Tony Los Pepperoni? No. No, no, no. Oh, but the, um, they they were doing dual announcements, that, which was fun. Even the even the countdown was Ooh. like back and forth. The answer, by the way, was Tony Atlas. Oh, <laughs> oh God! Of course, Jesus Lord. Tony Atlas. Yeah, no, that's that's that was a, you got me there. That was a good one. Yep, um, I expect agree. better from you, Mark Inkling. I would I would like to give a uh, a thumbs up to the person who thought this was the game. That I'm going to wear my um, El Salvadorian CD Aguila kit to the Mexican versus Canadian club game. Um, sure, whatever, bro. Uh, nice shirt. It was it was nice. But uh, that was the, um, seeing the seeing the number of Shivas kits was actually quite hilarious. Um, I Shivas USA. <laughs> that would have been fucking glorious. That would have been amazing. But no. Well, that, um, that, 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 that Club Leon kit that I saw on the bus, I was like, I was like sitting there. The guy sat down. I was like, is that, that's a Leon kit. That's and like, it's an older one too. I was like, that's kind of awesome. And he and his friends, they were all, they were all speaking Spanish. Like I knew they were visiting for this match, but I was like, that's such an interesting choice, but oh my God, that's such a nice kit. I can't be mad. I'm, I still could not wrap my head. Like, Maybe I don't fully appreciate this because, you know, I live around the place I'm from, you know, but 
never in my mind, if I lived abroad, let's just say I lived in Switzerland. And for some reason, the Montreal Impact were showing up to play against grasshoppers. I'm not showing up at a TFC kit for some kind of weird solidarity. That's not how that works, ever. But hey, I get it. But aren't you, wouldn't you be clowning on Montreal more? Oh, yeah, I'd be, I would yeah, be but, like New Chateau Zamex until I die, maybe, but still going as a grasshopper supporter. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe by wearing an alternate club kit in another country, it's a roundabout way of saying fuck you to the to Atlas. Mm. Yeah, we're, you, we're, so. were all these people in Mexican kits cheering when Atlas scored? Yes, um, very never loudly. Mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> oh, it was no, but that was that because at first, because you like, you saw them, like there was there was people in the south end, you know, people obviously had sold their tickets and stuff, and you know, I saw them, you know, we saw them on the way in, just but you're like, oh, okay, cool. There's like obviously going to be some representation, and the goal, then the goal went in, and it was like, <laughs> we're like, what the hell? <laughs> it was so loud. We're like, oh no, we're at an Atlas home game. Um, Maybe they were, yeah. Maybe they just but, really hate Toronto FC. It's well, possible. you know, I couldn't blame them for that. But it was like, like even like the it's still like I, to me the vibes were just a fun. Out if it's just because you know hanging out with friends or whatever. Um, there was the really angry guy behind us that mm. tried to tell Mark and I that Sean Johnson sucked. Um, yeah, that guy can go fuck himself all the way out of the stadium. Like seriously, we were like, oh yeah, the, the best player on the team all season long is shit because he let in a goal that nobody could have saved. Yeah. And was the hockey, quite bro. frankly kept them in that match for most. Yeah, it was just like fuck off. Um, so yeah, the match itself not great. Um, obviously, they lost again. They didn't score again. Um, there was some. There was a few nice things happening out there. Uh, Jonathan Sorio continues to play pretty well. Um, I I do want to sort of shout that out. Um, he got subbed on late again, so. Good for you, kid. Welcome to the welcome to the whirlwind. He and uh, Battis, they were uh, was it St- Stepanovich? Laser yeah. Jesus. Laser, yes. Um, they were both signed to whatever one of those short term. Oh dear gods, we need player contracts. They um, have to play for- together at all times, though. <laughs> As Laser Jesus. As laser Jesus. Can we get them to f- switch up their kits so it says Laser Jesus? Because that would be cool. Do unto others. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's just it's just another it's just another match in which another day in paradise. Yes, Phil Collins. hundred percent. What is in my head? Yes. Mm. Um, the uh, yeah, you know, things aren't going well at all, and. Um, it's fun to watch the kids play, and I mean that quite sincerely. Um, I thought I thought uh, Ibarra didn't look bad again. Um, I think he's, you know, I, I I do sort of feel bad for him because he's come into this situation, but you can tell he's a decent player. Um, at least he makes an effort, so that's good. He's got the air um, of a hostage. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they're out of the League's Cup, which honestly – for this club is probably the best thing. 
so that they're not still trying to like do something right now. This gives them three weeks off before their well, next. Can, the important thing is they can concentrate on the league now. The important, the important thing is that they have three weeks to think about what it is they haven't done for the whole season. No, but I mean this. I actually think the break is a good thing. I don't care. I don't know about, con, you know, focusing on the league on MLS, but like. That was a joke. Yeah, I know that. But trying to figure out what is going to happen now. So is Terry Dunfield still in charge in three weeks? Probably yes, not. He's, he's driving them across country to Wally World. <laughs> Um, okay, before we get into the three weeks question and some deeper ones, we do need to mention Mr. Cozy Thompson and those hot pants. My God. If you, if you, that was an unseemly amount of thigh, I have to say. Like, I, I, would, I, would, I, would love, I would like to give a shout out to your to wife. The eagle eye in the stand, my delightful wife who pointed it out immediately while he like, was training, while he was warming up. He got there up. seconds later. She's like, is his legs like really shiny or is it just me? And it, that's when the attention was drawn to future Lululemon <laughs> yoga wear model, Cozy Thompson. Like, no, no, like, no, no. seriously, like, like that's like he no, was gonna no. for some Tony, kind of it was John Stockton color. homage all well, night. I'm glad he didn't go for any sliding tackles or Franks and Beans. Oh, my well, God. there was concern, let me tell you. When his oh, you could we barely sure. see his shorts, we were sure that the if kid. there was a uh, camera going up, you could see Scrote. Like, no question, like, you could see Wrinkle Bag, everything as long as it's in it, as long as it was an Adidas one. Mm. Oh, yeah, three stripes. But I don't my... think they're all just hanging loose into the shorts. Oh, yeah, they go commando all the time. Uh, okay, interesting. That's MLS. They don't have money for jocks. <laughs> <laughs> the, guy's, the guy's on one of those, uh, you know, junior contracts. Give him a break. Underwear money? <laughs> nice try, Rockefeller. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, if you didn't watch the match, go find highlights. Um, hopefully he's in one of them just so you can behold the wonder that is, you know, like an inch of short below his kit. It, anyway, it was. I was around for the 80s. I remember football like that. It's yeah, fair. I know. Well, it's it, apparently it's on the way back. So <laughs> get Sweet. said, everybody. Sweet. Somebody, somebody call Hummel. Um, All right. So TFC have three weeks off now. Um, Their next MLS match is uh, August 20th uh, against Montreal during the X, uh, which I think it's a Sunday. It is a Sunday. So what other than potentially, possibly, probably, who knows, uh, getting a new coach, what will the team do with their three weeks off? Mm. Right. Mm. Reasonable. Think mm. about what they've done. They know what it is. Mm-hmm. Nobody else does. Think in the forge games to see what a football team looks like this summer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Team camping trip, maybe that worked Ooh. for. In was it was it, who who took who took the team camping? Who is? Campiel team. Someone went camping. Oh, that sounds about right. right. Probably Edmonton. You know, the one you killed. It was Edmonton. 
wasn't it Edmonton or no, or was it, or was it, or was it Winnipeg for them? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody went camping together. Team bonding. Mm. I don't know. They'll go to Canada's Wonderland, go on the rides, forget Wally World, Duncan. No one's got that money. I mean, Tony, they're going to just, uh, wow. Could we all sound the same to you? Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) You know, don't start. Um, do you have, you know, do Bernard, are, are Bernadeski and Insigne gone? Let's hope so. <laughs> For their sake. Yeah, they, they, they don't want to be here. Why we, let, let's just put them out of their misery and, all right, go on. Go off back to Italy or Saudi Arabia or wherever it is you want to go next. I, God bless you. I think didn't work. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know what if that's. I don't know if that's a, necessarily a thing that needs to that's going to un, un, unfurl itself in the next couple weeks. Like the only the only thing I could see would be them leaving so they could get on a team for the start of Syria. But otherwise, I'm sure even being here miserable would probably pay them about us the same, if not more, than being over there. Um, so like it's almost worth it for them to just stick it out in misery for the next four or five months and then and then hey look Udinese look who look look who showed up like you know just it's not it's not gonna be it's not gonna be one of the big teams it's gonna be like yeah. it's gonna be like a, it's gonna be a Sampdoria Atalanta situation you know what I mean but, it's gonna be but that baloney. but that's the thing I, that's the thing I, they probably wouldn't get paid anywhere near what they're making here unless they were with one of the big boys in Italy and that's not happening like you said Mm. yeah Yeah, it's Saudi Arabia or a pay cut or just stay and be miserable make everybody else miserable fun fun super fun gonna get really excited really excited by this (laughs) I don't know I definitely take I definitely take get paid and make other people miserable yeah that's fun actually that's that's a that's a good time just wander around fucking vaping at everyone's faces. Yeah, for you. <laughs> I'm making millions. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. How'd <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Fuck all of you. Um, do you think that... Um, do you think that... Uh, Terry keeps the job. Mm. What until the season? Until the end of the season? Does it matter? I don't know. Like it might. Well, I I don't think it matters because. Okay, if if you had a young core team, and I don't, and I'm sorry that the young players, there might be a few gems here and there, but if you had your core group and you had a bad year and you were going into next year with pretty much that team and you wanted him, them to learn his style. If he was like, you know, if you believe him in the coach, then maybe, but team's going to have to be completely overhauled. Don't know if Terry Dunfield is like considered a coaching up and comer, like say uh Jermaine Defoe. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. So why would you, unless you believed in him and that the core of the group are going to be the same, and you're going to like use these months to 
get them used to his to, to Terry Ball. Uh, why? <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. Like I I, I don't feel that while. While replacing him is almost like an unnecessary urgence because this is already kind of dead adrift. And unless there's a there's a there's an a tangible benefit to replace him now, um there's no rush. Like there's no urgency. Yeah. So you're gonna finish what? Like, I mean, Ma- I realize that mathematically they're not out of the playoffs, right? They're 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 probably not going to be mathematically out of the playoffs until September. So yeah, I suppose if you wanted to make that last you know last gasp push to 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 make it meaningful, but who are you getting? Like at this stage, who are you getting near the two thirds of the way through an MLS season, plus a whole bunch of jobs just starting up for the for the winter? Who are you getting? Who's available right now? That's like oh my god. Strike while the iron's hot. We can get Jermaine Defoe. <gasps> like, I, that's the joke. But I mean, it would be different if if a really good candidate was available right now. And I would be shocked if there was, because at this point, everybody who's available are discards. So, mm-hmm. exactly. So if you wait till like December, Neil Warnock will probably be available. <laughs> Yeah. Let's let's you know forget Neil Warnock. I presume I can't after after <laughs> I presume after um everything went so well at Leeds, Sam Allardyce has not got a new job as of yet. He could come over here, he could save TFC from relegation. That's what he does, except not at Leeds. Um yeah, let's get Sam Allardyce in. Uh, but serious answer, nah, fuck it, let's just keep Terry. We're we're doing something historic right now. You can't interrupt this. Let's see how bad this can get. Let's set some fucking records. <laughs> most games without even a point as as a head coach, most games without a, even a goal as a head well, coach. It's the goal let's, part, right? <laughs> let's see what Terry can do. Let's see, let's see what Terry can do. Let's let's raise that bar. Have we started calling the team Terry's kids yet? (laughs) We have now. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, I think there's probably an Italian Sam Allardyce out there. Sam Allardyce. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, somebody can come in who would surely inspire the the, the Italians to great things. But yeah, no, keep Dunfield, set records. Yeah, like like yeah, unless and honestly, yeah, unless there is somebody amazing. Make some other days. Yeah, obviously. What's what's Sven Goran Eriksson up to? <laughs> Good <laughs> fucking question. Now you're talking. Man, I don't know. I, I would, yeah. I, I, part of me is now like, I, I can't stop thinking about Sam Allardyce. I'm like, you know, I would, I would, that would be, that would be fun. <laughs> yes, I, I genuinely think it would be. 
Agreed. Oh, I, I kind not, of want not this Neil, to happen. Not Neil now. Warnock fun, but fun. No, well, nothing's yeah, Neil Warnock yeah. fun. Come on. What like what are you, what are you doing? If you if you do you even know what fun is? If that's if that's your comparison, so <laughs> like no, the, yeah. the, the, a moderate amount, a healthy dosage of entertainment, nonetheless. All right. L- last question: During these three weeks, the TFC have off. Does Bill Manning still keep his job? Yeah. Yeah. Bill <laughs> Bill seven and O Manning. I think he does. Yes. Yep. Oh God, that's right. They won again, didn't they? Old pinball Manning. <laughs> Old pinball Manning. <laughs> he's he's winning from coast to coast to coast. He would win games in Halifax. Absolutely, you keep that guy. Amazing. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think he does. I think he does. I I I also don't like. I don't know. I I don't. I'm still curious as to find out what, what, what's the threshold? Like what's, what's the, what, when do you, when do you, I don't want to say like, you know, cut bait, but when do you cut bait? Like when, when do you, at what point is this a complete disaster? Yeah. Cause, and I mean, complete disaster, I mean, every facet, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch as well. And I feel like off the pitch. I feel like off the pitch, it's still doing pretty good. It's the yeah. on the pitch part that's kind of eh. still butts and seats and merch fans. Yeah, in a beautiful night la- that night. My God! Oh yeah, it wasn't my just God. yeah. There was it wasn't just that there was a lot of Atlas fans there or or League MX fans there. There was still a significant, you know, TFC fan base at this match. So and it was beautiful. That was a great night for football. So. With with a half and half scabs, uh, I never I'm gonna even go with no. I'm gonna go with no because if there was, I would have one. Mm. Oh, and mm. I hope there weren't, and we just didn't notice, Mark. That would be sad. With mm. with with that much time lead up, there's no way. Yeah, good point. <laughs> to, to to go back to your Bill Manning question, though, let's start like thinking outside the box here. All um, right, you know. Why are we talking about like Sam Allardyce just being in as a coach? Let's bring Sam Allardyce in as the main fucking man, like in charge of everything. And, you know, let Terry Dunfield keep coaching and to learn from the uh, the master above him there. Let's just bring Allardyce in as, as at least GM, if not being a full president. Do it. Why do you hate Jason Hernandez, Duncan? Why? They've got nothing against Jason Hernandez, but, you know. Sounds like it. What do you do to you? Probably <laughs> said hello. Say hi. Listen. Yeah. Sam? Mm. I do not feel in engaged. I do not feel engaged. Um, yeah, but it was player engagement, not support. Yeah, not, not fan That's engagement. True. Yeah. I'm I mean, with Stephen Fan engagement. Well. Like, you know, fuck that guy. Out. <laughs> All right. Uh well let's let's move on to from one disappointment to another, and that is uh Canada crashing out of the World Cup versus Australia uh, very early Monday morning. And yeah, that was that was a bad, bad game. Um, and I, I saw a couple of people ref, ref, you know, say this, and I agree, and I put it in the show notes, you know, like, is this the XNTs? Uh, is this their 8-1? And I say yes, because that was bad. 
they didn't play well. Uh, Priestman didn't set them up well. They didn't respond well. It was just, it was just, a, it was an all around bad match. I, you know, the, the game against Nigeria wasn't great, but there was at least some moments. Um, and then obviously the comeback against Ireland, uh, you know, that really, that really good second half. Um, and then this without Sam Kerr, she didn't, she didn't have to set foot on that pitch. She would have, if they needed her, she was on the bench. She barely warmed up, uh, obviously still working through that injury, but she was on the subs bench. And if they needed her, you know, she would have come out there. They didn't need her. It looked like she was having fun on the sidelines there. She was enjoying what was going on. Of course she was. <laughs> if you played for Australia, I hope you were enjoying that. Um, I, yeah, I, this one, this one really, yeah, this one, this one, this one was, this one was hard to take. I'm still sort of processing it. Um, just to, to see the fact that all they needed was a draw. That's all they needed. That was it. Um, but they didn't even play like they were trying to like, I oh, this game frustrates me and saddens me and angers me and all of the things. Um, I don't know. Someone else talk. Well, for one thing, mm-hmm. they should have played at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, That's that was our bad, bad mm-hmm. poor planning. They were tired. Is that what you're saying? You barely have your breakfast digested. <laughs> I mean, that that's just unsporting from Australia to make us play at six o'clock in the morning. Rude. And I mean, what time was it in Australia? It's probably a pretty sensible time to be playing. Was that in Australia? Not for Canada. I mean, Jesus. I, say, I, I assume it's nine. Don't you just turn it upside down? Nah. Yes. Yes. Uh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. or yeah anyway i how can i put this um gently no you know what it, it, it's more of is it their eight one no i don't think so i mean you it don't? was bad it no it was bad but i think this is this is kind of like the thing i was sort of alluding to before when we were talking about success or failure this is the loss isn't 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 the eight one. It's the fact that they can't get it out of their head that they're shit at a World Cup is their eight one. Cause they're gonna go to they're gonna go to Paris and probably get a silver medal. Like that's that's the fucked up part. The team that couldn't get out of the group stage at a World Cup again might get a medal at an Olympics. And that's because they got a streak for fuck's sakes. To me, it's this is almost like they get in. I don't know if it's they get into their own head, if it's a pressure thing. I'm not the sports psychologist, but it's just so weird that a team that finishes in the top three of a major tournament repetitively mm-hmm. cannot get out of the group stages at a similar, if I might say, a more diluted group stage, which should, in theory, make it easier to actually get out. So... I don't think the loss the loss is just another one to the pile. Like it's to say such they a lost bad four, loss though. Just like the way bad, they lost. It was a bad loss, but could they not have beaten Nigeria? Like mm-hmm. to just for me it's like yes, that one game like 4 4-0 that was they looked not good. They did they looked not comprehensive at all. But they also had 90 minutes against a team much lesser than them and got a draw. And they 
were they had to come from behind or a team even lesser than that team to get three points. Like the there there's just a thing it seems like with the women at the World Cup. And I don't know why I don't know what it is because they should have all the confidence in the world. Because they've got trophies and and things that a lot of those nations who have World Cups don't have. So it, I don't I don't I also realize that there's probably a lot of other factors at play off the pitch bullshit. That's going to mm-hmm. take a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, unnecessary yeah, that's an ongoing thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. even to the point of they were there and still dealing with it. Like, fuck, come on. How about leave them alone while they're in a tournament, please. Yeah, how about let's set them up for failure? Never mind setting them up for success. How about just shutting the fuck up for two months to let them at least let it subside and push it. I mean, they're still probably talking about it in the, in the dressing room, but at least they're talking about the shit that ha- happened at the last negotiation two months ago, rather than the shit that happened on the call two hours ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, when I heard about that, that was kind of appalling. I was like, really? Like, this is, this is when, okay, sure. Like, it's just such, it's such a fucking, Oh my God. It's such an amateur show. And that's not that's not that's not meant to be a you know a side remark about you know the lack of money, but just you can still be a a, a forward facing professional organization with no money. Yeah. But instead, you mm. choose to be you choose to be shit and classless and fight with the people yet you want to represent you, but you want them to represent you in your own way, and like in from the admin way, the administration way, from the executive way. Which, what the fuck do they know? I don't care if they're X anything. They're not active. They're not professionals. They're not playing the game now. They're not the ones who put the shirt on. So, but if you were an ex-professional or you played any kind of high-level footy, would you not know that this is the type of bullshit that you shouldn't have to deal with months before a tournament, weeks before a tournament, days before a tournament, during the fucking tournament? There is a... Th- this is... If anything, four nil is the culmination of a year's worth of tremendous work by this Canadian Soccer Association. One thing on that sort of angle there, I mean, did you think it makes a difference at, right, at the Olympics? They're not technically representing the CSA or what have you. They're representing the sort of Canadian Olympic Committee and only getting funded by the olympic committee or own the podium or what have you and most of the the management and admin stuff that's going on around them is like the olympic committee rather than like the csa and everything oh that's interesting that's a good point that's a good point hmm different funding formulas different support systems they're, they're just happy paying for the playing for like the coc rather than the csa huh that's really interesting. I hadn't I hadn't thought about that at all, actually. Yeah, don't, even, don't even cross my mind. I really, I mean, if if there's even so much as like a five percent chance that 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 thinking that 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 relation is are the I mean, reason why it's success versus failure, then um, yeah, when the, can the Olympic Committee take over the soccer association? <laughs> I mean, they, they go to the Olympics and they're like surrounded by a whole bunch of people in other sports who are 
you know, presumably very kind of like competent and very fucking happy to be there. And there's just probably a, a very different atmosphere than just a, all right, well, it's just the Canadian team, just ourselves with all the kind of like shit that we have to deal with and all that sort of thing. They can like be surrounded by a whole bunch of other people and just change the the, the psychological dynamics of the, the whole fucking tournament. Does, does that help? A results suggest maybe? Mm. Hmm. That's, that's, I, that's yeah, you know what? I think thing. that is something for us to maybe look into and discuss further on our next show because that's really intriguing. I had never considered that, um, considering we, you know, we talk about the success at one tournament versus the extreme lack of success at the other. Um, hmm. That's so no, that's that's such a good point, Duncan. I love this. Um, we will talk about this more next week because I definitely would like to do a little digging and asking and seeing what else we can find out about that. Um, okay, cool. Someone's gonna get the employee of the week star. <laughs> Again, you know, I it's 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 kind of been his lately. It's true, it's true. I got no room on my walls. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not mad at it. Congratulations, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I vote, I'll, I'll vote for you. I'll vote for you anyway. Okay. <laughs> God bless, Tony. Um, yeah, as, as far as I mean, this like tournament goes. I mean, the the main thing was I mean, just like, I didn't see all of the games by any means, but I mean, which most of the game against Australia, and just like, all right, well, you know, it's not working. You know, they seem to present no kind of threat at all going forward. Are we going to change things up or anything? Ooh, I. You know, I guess obviously a lot of subs came in at halftime and everything, but they didn't really seem to be like changing at all the the way that they played or you know, the shape, yeah, formations or tactics or anything like that. It's just okay. We're just going to sort of keep going with this one thing, which is clearly not working. They you know can't. It's not sort of dynamic or quick enough to be able to sort of break down what Australia are doing. We're just going to sort of keep trying. All right, sure. But um, yeah, overall, just uh, disappointing end to things, really. It is. It's and knowing, you know, obviously, and and she sort of alluded to it in you know a couple post match interviews and stuff. Obviously, it's Sinclair's last World Cup, and and it was going to be anyway, right? She's forty years old. She's not coming back. But there's the Olympic qualifier coming up in September, um, which, as Mark said, they will probably shine at and advance to the Olympics and do things at the Olympics that they normally do. Um, but, uh, you know, you see a couple, you know, Sophie Schmidt has already announced her retirement post world cup. Um, uh, Alicia Chapman, wonderful Alicia Chapman, um, <laughs> editor of one of the best things to ever get caught by a field side mic ever. Um, you know, she's, whatever she's she's mid-30s as well like and she's obviously like she was only she was a sub for 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 this tournament she was only ever going to be a sub for this tournament you know like there is a there is a, a segment of this team that is that is moving on and you you know them getting the gold in in uh last olympics that was a huge thing to sort of as a culmination of all the 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 time and the the games and the hours and everything that these players have put into this squad and into, into this team. Um, but it's still, it's still, it's still heartbreaking to see 
like that be you know that's christine sinclair's last appearance on a world stage uh a world uh, a world cup anyway um mm-hmm. and 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 she also and she also she wasn't great right like she shouldn't have started she should have been a sub same thing as the Ireland match right like um but th- that's tough to watch that's tough to see an icon have that as their last moment and you do see it in sport and you see it time and again um but it's there's always something very heartbreaking when a player of that stature and that import has that as their, their last moment in that kind of tournament and it's just like oh oh you know yeah. like I mean, you couldn't even go out with a bang like uh freaking zinedine zidane or anything just go that headbutt someone saying exactly someone, christine just do it just do it yeah. what are they gonna do Mm. Throw you out? Oh no! You know? <laughs> Suspended, <laughs> retiring. Yeah, never had but Suspended. Australia. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's it's it's tough all around, and there's definitely you know there's a lot of conversations to be had about yeah Bev Priestman's uh, lineup choices, substitution choices, things like that throughout the tournament, um, and what this looks like going forward uh similar to uh people's reactions post uh men's world cup and the gold cup people calling for john herdman to be fired i'm hearing people calling for bev priestman to be fired based on this world cup performance um i don't know if i agree with that i think i think she's earned a little more rope maybe not a lot more but i don't know what do you guys think Um, I mean, it's, it's probably one of those things you know, similar to, uh, to the, that TFC conversation about Terry Dunfield we just had. Um, as much as anything, well, at least, at least Priestman's had some success with yes, them, <laughs> absolutely. And I feel like the, the Canada job will be a little more tempting to, um, you know, people within the sort of international, mm, true, sort of women's game, the management like arena than. TFC would be to uh, people within the men's club game arena. But, you know, do you think the CSA has got a, a budget to be going out there and hiring someone good? I don't. Mm. I, th- I think we've clearly established that the CSA doesn't have money for fucking yeah. anything. Um, do they have money to be paying off Priestman and hiring someone who's going to be better than her theoretically and so is presumably going to be fairly expensive? It seems unlikely. Just wait till uh, this goes on the back of our other conversation. If they can be patient until December, Terry Dunfield. (laughs) Yes. Or, hey, summer or dice. Get summer or dice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Terry Dunfield. Agreed. Let's face it, he's had more professional head coaching experience than uh, Beth Priestman ever had. Take that. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't think you can be uh, firing Priestman really at this point. Yeah, yeah, I don't think. Uh, I think it's what kind of what Kristen said. She has she her rope is short, but it, she still has some. I think problem it's, solved. I, no, but I think part of part of what like, I guess the next step would be results going forward. Like you've still got time to adjust before the Olympics next year. 
you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's still, there's still some, some measure with these players. These older players are retiring. That will I'll open up regular spots for fringe players to come on. If they can't get that shit together, we need to look elsewhere. So this isn't this isn't the last kick of the can. But if she can't, if she can't make. Some, I want to say make some lemonade out of these lemons. That's not fair. Um, but if she can't, if she can't make this, if she can't make this dish gourmet from all these fantastic ingredients, see, see what I did. Um, yeah. then chef. Yes, chef. Not my best metaphor. Well, I think at the very least, she is still the coach heading into September. Um, I think that's, I don't really think that that's up for debate. I, I can't see them changing horses you know, this close. True. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it always feels like there's never a, a the right time in place to get rid of a, a manager when it's, you're coming down from success. But if they were to, if they were to sack her now, sure. I'm like, I wouldn't, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't be mad at it, but I feel like there's still some time for her to, again, see what she can make out of the out of the players once these retiring veterans finally relinquish their perma spots that they deserved and earned um, mm-hmm. so that so that we can get some meaningful minutes and seeing what kind of chemistry you can have going forward with these these the kids and the fringe players agreed all right well we will obviously we will continue to talk about um Canada uh, Women's World Cup, what went wrong, what's going to happen going forward. But let's uh, let's move on to the Women's World Cup and where things stand now. Um, three groups still to be decided uh, in the next couple of days, but a couple surprises, a couple potential surprises um, already on the horizon. Uh, one host country is out, and that is New Zealand, since obviously Australia made it um so i you know i heard they beat some some team from a small country i don't know Um, right Mm. seriously uh so switzerland and norway advance out of group a um with uh the philippines again with that nice win so they, they they come in last but still good for them good job um australia nigeria come out of group b more uh, Japan, who are just uh, well, they they kind of trounced all over their group. So um, they won all three of their matches, scored eleven goals. Like Godzilla, and, they trounced over the group like Godzilla. Hundred percent, they conceded nothing. It was mm-hmm. terrifying. Um, so Japan and Spain, uh, but uh, Zambia got a win. It was beautiful. Yay. It was so enjoyable to watch. I'm so glad I saw that match. Um, it was great. Great moment. Um, you know, they scored multiple goals. It was It was very, it was very delightful and a really nice, you know, a nice moment. Um, and, you know, and they won their last match. So that's also sort of like a, for them to finish um, on a high. Uh, group D, England and Denmark advance. Now... England won their group and they, they, they won all three of their games, but with the exception of their last match, 
their first two matches was just kind of like mm, this is mm. not good their last mm. match they you know they just stomped all over um uh was it china is that yeah, they were playing china. yeah six one six one that's what it was yes yeah, so so most of their goals came from that last match <laughs> but you know they finished top of group they they you know so they're on a they just stomped all over the group like I don't know, something English. I, something like English. A, 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 like a Morris dancer. The Morris dance. Oh, like the Morris dancer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's perfect. Um, uh, group E, uh, Netherlands, and the US, who, quite frankly, did squeak their way into this. Um, Portugal almost had them. And, like... They have looked. They have looked beatable. Um, the American team has looked quite beatable uh, throughout the group stage. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm trying to remember who they play in the knockout. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, let's see. Does that been decided? Oh, it still has not been decided. So they're going to play somebody from Group G. Um, probably Sweden, by the looks of it. So mm -hmm. that could be interesting. Um, and yeah, uh, Vietnam, Vietnam had the, has had the most difficult, um, world cup. They have, they lost all their matches by a lot. They got scored on a lot. Um, but you know, there is always at least, there's always one at every, at every world cup. It just, you know, it's just what happens. So the rest of their group was, you know, pretty strong, right? So um, hopefully they make it back uh, to the next one. And then we come to the three groups that are still um, waiting to finish out. So here's where things stand. Um, tomorrow, day after recording, I know this won't be out, but I hope I hope that people got up at six o'clock um, on mm. the day after we recorded to watch Jamaica and Brazil. Because that's the that's the like so so group F is any almost anything can happen, except for Panama can't advance. That's the only thing except, that won't happen. But France, Jam Panama, anything can happen except no, not you, Panama. Sit down. Not you, Panama. <laughs> sorry, I forgot about you. There, there. Sit down, Panama. Um, but France, Jamaica, and Brazil, like it's not decided which of which two of those three are going to make it. Um, four points, four points, three points. Like there's. It's very up in the air, um, which is delightful, which will make for some, you know, Panama could try to play spoiler and beat France. They, they won't, but they could try. Yeah, presumably um, France is pretty much through. You would think so. Um, and Jamaica then, versus Brazil. Yeah, yeah it's uh, definitely yeah. up for the grabs. Yeah. I know. Um, so that's the, those are sort of, that's those are the matches. Like, I'm looking forward to that. I'll be up to watch that. Um and then Group G, also, there is some potential. There is a potential for an upset here. Sweden's going through, obviously. They're top of the group right now. Um, Italy's in second with three points. Uh, both South Africa and Argentina have one point, um, but Argentina's playing Sweden. So, sorry, Argentina. But South Africa is playing Italy. And, you know, there's always a chance. Mm -hmm. So I am cheering like crazy for South Africa. <laughs> I would love to see that happen. That would be amazing. So that is, uh, 
a little bit of uh, potential there for sort, sort of an upset. Um, and then Group H, uh, Columbia, who is uh, looking stronger with each match, it seems. Uh, they're top of the group now. They'll go through. Um, and then now it could happen. So Germany and Morocco both have three points. South Korea has none, but there's potential. Um, except for South Korea playing Germany. So probably not. But Morocco could, who knows, again, unlikely, very unlikely. They, you know, they won a match on one goal, but they're playing Colombia in their last match. Could they win? Could they advance? Maybe, but Germany's probably going to beat South Korea and the goal differential will put them through. So it's unlikely that Morocco makes it, but expect them to finish a solid third. But it would be cool if they did. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely down for Germany getting knocked out. Right? Yeah, yeah. same. Same. I mean, the clickbaity, you know, lead into that, Kristen, was, yeah, could it happen? Could it happen? No. I mean, it could, but will it? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But either way, math is math, and it's true. It could still happen, so... But that uh, that uh, that group F finale is. I know. I know. Except like, for you, I'm, I'm, so, I, I'm so glad that like I I'm gonna like I will have like one match on my laptop and one match on the TV because I want to know what's happening. <laughs> I just want to know. Um, so yeah, even with even with Canada, you know, being out, um, there is. There's so much good football in this tournament and um, I hope people continue to watch again. It's on TSN. It's easily available. It's easy to watch. Um, there are still, I don't, I don't know. Actually, I shouldn't say that for sure. I think there are probably still some local pubs that are going to continue to open early to show matches. Maybe they'll hold off until the knockouts now. I'm not sure for that, but um it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great. The first knockout matches, by the way, are uh, Saturday morning, and you've got um, Switzerland, Spain, um, Netherlands, and oh, either Italy or South Africa, and then Japan, Norway, and as we said, probably Sweden, U.S. Uh, that's the next day. But yeah, some some exciting matches to uh, to kick it off the first day. Um, Australia will face Denmark on holiday Monday, as will uh, England and Nigeria. Ooh. They start the they start they start your holiday Monday. So there you go. Those are some some of the current uh, confirmed knockout matches. But it's been a fun tournament. Like like I said, there's been a lot of a lot of exciting uh, a lot of exciting matches. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope people keep watching. Tomorrow's matches again. I know this will go out after them, but they're at six, and I think the next day they might be at seven. So um, tomorrow's no, six again. See. Yeah, tomorrow three. Uh, the the first two are at three in the morning. Sorry, and but the good ones are on at six. Yep. Thursday there's two games at six a.m. Yeah, and then and then nothing till Friday's Monday. rest day. Awesome. 
All right. Well, we'll talk a little bit more World Cup before at the uh, before we end the show. But let's move on to a couple other things. Uh, we're gonna turn our attention back to TFC and some Canadian soccer. Uh, the player we were discussing that Toronto was potentially signing last week, they did indeed sign. Um, so oh, poor uh, guy, poor kid. Yeah. <laughs> just, I know. Uh, Cashless Malula from. Uh, Memelody Sundowns, um, who had who had a great season <laughs> for his his now former club. Um, anyway, he's uh, he's twenty two. Apparently, very excited to be coming here. I don't know why. I don't know what uh, they've told him. I know. <laughs> he doesn't. So, and luckily, but luckily for him, luckily for him, I guess, because his paperwork isn't completed yet. He, he couldn't play on Sunday. So oh. that's great. Oh, now he is, he is a tiny forward again. Like, you know, we, it, it, Toronto, we don't need tall forwards. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, it's 5'8". It's a little guy, but. 5'8 uh, isn't tiny, Kristen. Fuck off. For a striker? Oh, mm. I'm not saying for a person, mm. Duncan. I'm saying for a striker. Mm. Look, Sizest. I'm five five, so you know, like I, I don't begrudge. I don't, I don't judge anybody's height. <laughs> Please. Um, I'm just saying we haven't had a tall forward in some time. You know, like a Danny Dicchio or Kuvermans, that sort of thing. One of the tall people that you can loft a ball at and they can use their heads. That's what Jersey I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. God, yeah, since Altador, hey, I don't feel like Jesus Jimenez was was uh, particularly tall, was he? I, no. Yeah, no. No. Um, anyway, yeah, so fair enough. Yeah. That's all. That's what I meant, Duncan. Um, mm. But he sounds again. He sounds lovely. He looks. It's it's a nice look on paper. Uh, we'll see him at the end of the month, basically. So welcome aboard, you poor, poor child. We're sorry. Um, and then yes, the as has been has been has been alluded to a few times throughout the show. Um, Jermaine Defoe. <laughs> My favorite thing about this rumor is watching people's head explode on social media. It's so funny. Um, Jermaine Defoe says that he would love to come back someday and coach Toronto FC. Yeah, it's not I, an immediate thing. It's a, it's a one day mm. aspiration, but everyone was like, it was like, he was like about to board a plane and show up here in Toronto. Um, but uh, do you think, yeah. do you think that the interviewer asked him about every single club he ever played for one by one, by one, by one, by one, <laughs> just so they could get every, every like local outlet could get that quote. <laughs> um, like oh yeah Josie Alta or Josie Altador my god we said his name once and it's out Jermaine Defoe would love to coach Sunderland one day I was just gonna say Sunderland first future manager <laughs> Jermaine Defoe like I, 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 I mean there's a there's a part of me that wants that part to be true where he literally just like this is how I send out feelers to all my former employers um, and also nobody said a thing about Tony's wish to be the manager one day and he sends that out every other day so <laughs> i'm i'm in i'm offended and insulted for him and the <laughs> fact that it keeps getting overlooked 
I, I just hope that uh, Drake reaches out to him to to really <laughs> sell him on on the thing. He says, "Yeah, yeah, Jermaine, like, this time, absolutely. I promise, I'm I'm going to hang out with you." And then just they completely fucking blanks him again when he gets here. <sighs> yeah, you know who you know who would uh, who wouldn't ghost you the weekend. True. Oh, what a gent. So just uh, just just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there, Drake. Tony, your thoughts? Don't think he's there, actually. Has he left? He's here, but he's. Ah. I'm, I'm I'm cutting the I'm cutting that all that setup all out, so don't worry about yep. it. Yep. Good. All right. Um, I just think I just find um it's more the reactions to it. And of course, you know, it's, it's like, Oh yes, sure. Of course, of course you would love to come back and coach here. Of course you would come on now, but um, really more for the absolute freak outs on socials. I mean, it's I'm just... here. You'd be a big bloody coach. <laughs> Guess I'm keeping that part in. So Apparently. when you got to that part of the podcast where it was really weird and silent and I'm, uttered that oh i'm gonna take this out now i gotta keep it in because tony blurted out i'm here and <laughs> editing good job it would be a bloody big coach it's probably a little too small for, for Kristen's like liking oh i don't but, i don't have know. high requirements for coaches no mm. no, no they can <laughs> i don't have high requirements for anybody i really don't care i'm sorry duncan it's not a commentary on anybody that i know personally um but yeah it would be anyway it would be hilarious anyway it's not it's not the height it's not the height of the coach it's the girth true i was thinking i was thinking of a girth joke too so thanks for okay making... sorry i i i have to interject here i'm sorry but oh, I, no. I, I clicked on the the link that you sent there about jermaine defoe and uh it opened up and there was like a little video playing and it was like the highlights of the atlas goal and i'm sorry but the, the guy that scored was wearing number 209? Yeah. Yes. yes. Just for you. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. fuck? Yeah. The yeah. number of people that commented on that's that why, even before the match started. That's why you were supposed to come to the game. I had a surprise. He's an for academy you. player. Not, not, <laughs> on, not, only, not only is he a, a player on Atlas, he's also a local bus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so yeah, so that, that whole fucking awful commercial that BMO were doing during the World Cup with like the, the ridiculously long numbers, it it's it's not far away. I, Apparently, I don't know if yeah. it's all Liga MX or just Atlas, for players on the under 20 team, their number yes. starts with 20. Yep. And then I guess Jesus yeah. Yeah, so Christ, yeah, yeah, like the under 20s get two hundreds, the under yeah. under under nineteens get 300s and the under 17s actually get 400s because that's just Jesus how fucking that, Christ. But the but it's their number for the season. So if a number so if an under 17 player shows up on the under 21 team, you're going to see a 400 running on the pitch. But at the ne- next season if he graduate goes up to the next team, he gets a new number which would probably be in the 300s. But yeah, it's that's just their numbering system that's the way it's always been. He's not it's, some diva prick that wanted fucking 209 on the back of his kit. I that's out of his control. He's he's number nine for the two hundreds. Yes. That's thing. exactly it. Yeah. I, so mm. I will sign a contract with any club as long as I can be th- wear three eleven. That is <laughs> what I've wanted forever. 
at least since about 1996. Um, so can you can you get those personalized kits from uh, Atlas? You could just make yourself one. I I no. I, I want the if I'm gonna if I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up a hundred dollar kit. I'm gonna get the real numbers. So yeah, it would have to mm-hmm. be from Atlas. I've thought of this. I've already thought this is this has been thought through my mind. It's like I would do it for Cruz Azul. I would do it for Tigres. If I couldn't get uh, if, I, if I couldn't get the French guy, I would get uh, three eleven. Uh, but uh, I forgot his name. Gignac. Yes. No. Yes. Fucking Gignac. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyway, so um, yeah, two oh nine. Dunk, you missed it. Yeah. Said- well. Sorry, sorry to derail things. There, no, but, no, 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 no. It's fine. I'd actually, no, I'd, I'd actually sort of forgotten some, about that. Some good little kid to be number fair, facts that came from back there. So, right, to be came. fair, if if that if that interjection had been from anybody else, I would have been like that. That could have waited. But from you, sir. <laughs> but from you, yeah. Anytime, <laughs> absolutely. Anytime, every time. Okay. Yes. Agreed. <sighs> <sighs> At, at some point, somebody's going to want to have, you know, oh, yeah, it's all people who used to be born in like 97, wanted to have 97. I'm like, some points, people are going to have, to have their entire fucking six digit birthday on the back of the shirts. And you fuckers will let them. <laughs> Girl. Uh, <laughs> and to uh, a little bittersweet announcement from yesterday, at least for me, because. You know, one of my ben. favorite players, uh, Ashton Morgan, mm. has announced his retirement from professional soccer. The barista? Um, mm. He owns the cafe. He doesn't make the coffee. Um, oh, well, do you forget to make the coffee? Probably. Okay, fair enough. He is. Where, uh, where is Ashton Morgan's cafe? Cyprus. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, little Cyprus. It's down the street from my shop, actually. So Dundas West. Where does he brew? Where does he brew? Sorry, Where, does he brew? West. Where does he brew? Dundas Sonder West. Cafe. Ah, cool. I put a link. Yes. Um. Anyway. Sonder, did you say? Yes. Like as There's in a... single form of the kernel? No. No. Mm. Oh. We'll put a link in the show notes. I sent a link to our group chat. Um, the show notes, see, everyone. The listeners can't see that, Kristen. <laughs> That's why we're putting it in the show notes. I am letting you know, you personally, Tony, that it's in the group chat. If you want oh, to look, you, you don't have a cafe. Oh, oh, come on! I, how are you spelling this? I, uh, so anyway, listeners do not have access to our group chat. Sorry, you don't want a part of it anyway. But well, you, you should know, be on you really don't. Then. Do Patreons get get access to our group chat? (laughs) So Ashton Morgan, who of course came through the TFC Academy, had been with TFC um, since the beginning, joined the first team uh, quite young. um, And it it sounds a little close to Sounders Cafe. I mean, this is just trolling TFC fans. Mm, or sounder or sounding enthusiasts. Yes, yes. I never should I never should have told them about the coffee shop. I should, I should have kept Whatever you do, not do, a chance, do, not, Kristen. do not use the stir sticks at the song. <laughs> do not. I you know, just stick your finger in there to to, to uh, swirl things around. Do not use the stir sticks at the sounder cafe. Anyway, so, carry on. 
carry on, Kristen. Tell us about Ashton Morgan's uh, sound recovery. Anyway, you mean people. So you all know, anyway, I've always been his big fan of his eyes. One of my favorite players. I obviously, I like defenders and stuff like that. That's when I, I played that position. I tend to look at the defenders on the teams, but I always appreciated um, what he, and, and at the time, Daniel Henry, both very young kids uh, thrown into the, the, the absolute hot mess that was Toronto FC uh, in the early years um, and played some nice no, football. Like, like, yeah, exactly. It's nothing like now, um, you know, was was an important part of of the team uh did a lot of good things when they were successful um anyway you know he got he got he got let go he played for he got traded away to rsl um and then last year he joined hamilton so he has you know championships with tfc he's played for the national team he's got a championship with hamilton um he's a young guy he's only 32 but um you know decided that now is the time now mid-season speculation of course is that there's an injury involved um he's not saying nobody's saying right now so um and yes he has a a cafe uh again we'll put the link in the show notes uh that opened last year uh but is relocated to um near trinity bellwoods park um so that is something that will keep him occupied but also i believe he's going to be involved in um the play it forward uh program because he's uh which uh justin morrow was involved with um so i believe that that is something that he's moving on to um immediately i don't know at what what capacity or what level, but that is anyway, what I've, what I've heard. So hope I can see that very much. You know, he always seemed like someone who uh, really wanted to be involved in the community. He's a local guy. So um, yeah, Ashton Morgan has retired. I'm sad about it, but um, I am happy to have been able to see him play all those years. And uh, I want nothing but good things for that young man. I would also like to say I'm happy to have seen him play all those years, including this season and last season, which Kristen could not make it to Hamilton. Back to you. I saw him play once in Hamilton. Thank you very much. Was he playing for Hamilton? <laughs> Maybe not. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. No, wasn't there a match last year? Did I imagine that? The are you t- Were you thinking of the 2020 Voyagers Cup? Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, you were. Never mind. Support local football, Kristen. Trying. Yeah, good point, Mac. Wow. Oh, you hush, Mr. Duncan. Kills Edmonton, ignores the rest. Yeah. Kristen Knowles, <laughs> football. Shut it. You guys are the worst. Um, yeah, it's going to be weird not having him uh, around. Anyway. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your yeah. retirement. Best of luck to him. There, there was yeah, definitely some uh, sort of good moments that he had. Can't deny that. But in, uh, back in 2012, him, like Morgan to Kuverman's, lots of goals. Mm-hmm. Many good times. May his pastries be fresh. Mm. Let's know. Jurisdicts be sanitized. <laughs> yes. 
Um, anyway. All right. Well, so, let's... Uh, it sounds like a dating app for, for sounding enthusiasts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's, your it's, a, it's a very specific, very, very specific demographic that they're going after. But, well, hey. Yeah. I mean... It's a, niche, it's a niche market, but hey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the lack of vowels, yeah, it. I see it, and now I can't unsee it, so. Mm. And mm-hmm. what really sucks is I don't drink coffee, so I really can't even disassociate from it. So, thank you, Duncan. It beats, it beats the one for uh, fishermen, flounder. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> yes. All right, um, <laughs> let's move on. So just a brief, we sort of, we sort of went through this already when we were talking about, you know, what, what's happening at the Women's World Cup, but uh, what's coming up. Um, and that's, as I said, the knockout rounds um, begin on Saturday, last three groups still be decided. And, you know, the one I keep talking about is that Jamaica versus Brazil match tomorrow morning. One, I would really like to see the reggae girls go through. I am a big fan of theirs um, up until September when I want them to lose terribly, but um it should be a really good game. Also, Bunny Shaw will be back because uh, she served her one game suspension for the yellow cards already. So they have, you know, everything available to them to really finish out their group, um, you know, with with some emphasis. Um, and then, yeah, South Africa versus Italy. South Africa just has to win. And that puts them through. And that would be freaking amazing. Um. And yeah, as I said, unfortunately, Morocco's last match is against Colombia. Very unlikely that they can pull that off, but um, you know, anything happens. I personally will be getting up to watch some of these matches. I'm not doing the middle of the night ones. My sleep is already wrecked enough from this World Cup, but I will be getting up for six for the next uh, couple of days, and then we'll see what the knockout stages bring to my already slightly demonic uh, sleeping habits. But um, again, they're easy to watch. The replays are available really, um, really easily. So if there's a match that sounded very exciting, was very exciting, you can rewatch them pretty easily. Um, I guess there's still League's Cup stuff happening if you are into that sort of thing. Meh. Whatever. I know. Let's you know. Let's let's pretend it doesn't exist. Well, I mean, I the only reason why I can't fully pretend it didn't exist is because I was there on Sunday. Yeah. Um, Were you though? uh, Look, if if my wife is paying attention to the footy in any way, shape, or form, and then points it out to me, yeah, it was there. It happened. Okay. Otherwise, was was she paying attention to the football, or was she paying attention to Cosi Thompson's short shorts? And beautiful thighs. I mean, he doesn't skip leg day. It's pretty obvious. To be fair, to be fair, once it was pointed out, it was hard not to look. I mean, (laughs) it literally was the only shiny thing on the pitch. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, unreasonably rolled up shorts. Like, like, anyway, my point is. um, Now... While the while the knockouts though aren't completely firmed up, there's there the menu is starting to be set. We got we got Switzerland, Spain, and Japan, Norway firmed up for the fifth. 
which would be what this uh, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, the and, whaling derby. And yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Uh, and on, on uh, the seventh, which would be um, Monday. I don't know if we're going to record, but if we're not um, Australia, Denmark and England, Nigeria are firmed up. So um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, any any thoughts on uh, Switzerland, Spain? Who do you think is going through? Switzerland, Spain. Spain. Yeah, I said that way too quickly, didn't I? <laughs> a little bit, but, a little bit. But but was like, it something well, like an Drago quote? It's like pain. Oh, it <laughs> that's something like that. There's, it's mm. Clubber Lang. It's Clubber Lang. Actually, okay. actually, yeah. I'm, I'm no. You know what? No, I'm, I'm switching my loyalty back to Spain. Yeah, Sorry, Spain. I just, uh, actually, I just looked at uh, your, your your vote has been registered as. <laughs> I mean, no. I want. I would. I would like Switzerland to to win. Yeah, but no, it'll be Spain. It'll be Spain. But they finished first in a cotton candy soft group. Yeah. I mean, like when it was all said and done, it was the softest group. So and Spain um, has I, actually scored some goals at this World Cup, whereas Switzerland has barely scored. Well, I can't root for that country after they put extra space in the Toblerone triangles. Yeah, oh, put extra space in, but they, they kind of like spaced out the, the gap yeah. between the triangles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Chocolate companies are the worst. So yeah, no, we, we're not raising the price. We're just fucking shrinking the yeah. the, the amount of chocolate for the same price. Jesus yeah. fucking uh, terrible. I didn't know Toblerone were doing that as well. Oh, uh, yeah. It just... And we see that barrier hiding in that mountain. Fuckers. Yeah. That's... Marcus, what's, wow. the, what's, the, what's the next uh, match where we're going to guess at? Norway, also on the 5th. Uh, Japan. Yeah, I hope Japan. In, in a in a route. Um. So yeah. the the other the other parts of that bracket, which Netherlands versus second place Group G, and U.S. versus first place Group G. So, um, and uh, that that's the Sweden Italy. Yeah, it's probably okay. Sweden or Italy because yeah. South Africa, Argentina, are the other two. Wow, that's either a spicy meatball or a gravy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but England, England, Nigeria on Monday. I mean, I would like. I'm tempted to get up at three thirty in the morning to watch that. I really am. Yeah, you would because you have a problem, and it's um, true. <laughs> I really, at do. some point in time, an intervention is going to be had. Now, <laughs> if, if if Tony can leave his house, we could have that intervention. Sometime <laughs> <this year. laughs> um, I've mm. seen Duncan. I know it, he's real. It, I know it he's raining. Real. Uh, well, it'll be indoors, and we got umbrellas. But my point oh, is that we yeah. could have that intervention on uh, prioritizing sleep over football. Because I mean, it is a wonderful tournament. But Kristen, but doesn't that mean the catcher will have to get there at like three a.m. Something like that. Oh fuck that. Anyway, um, so England, Nigeria at, at uh, on the seventh, and Australia, Denmark at the more reasonable time of six thirty. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a that's actually a tie. I kind of, I almost don't give a shit about. Not the, the Australia Denmark that, one, yeah, yeah, like, whatever. Like it's just neither team really have any Go kind Denmark. of emotional attachment to. And I know I say this because Australia beat Canada four 0 but I watched the game. 
Canada weren't good enough to not lose by not by lose by less. Um, they they had a couple of goals disallowed and offside and all that. Like it was not. It wasn't like oh fluky four nil. It was without oh, it was it was it seven. Yeah. Like it's just it was not good. Um, but at the same time, you don't get the impression that oh holy shit, Australia is a juggernaut that's going to be no, beating a whole bunch of teams. It was, exactly. It was yeah. it was a. Mid, like it was a middling performance for Canada from back to front. So no, uh, Australia, it, I don't, statistically speaking, like as far as the rankings go, yes, Australia punching about their weight. Were they? Not really. They were just, they played decent, stuck to their thing and, and won the game deservedly. So I haven't seen a minute of Denmark. So I kind of don't give a shit about this game, but if I had to pick one, I guess I'd like to see the host go far. So. Yeah, I'd go with Australia. And then in the other game, uh, England. And talking of England versus Australia, uh, well done to the England cricket team for beating Australia on Monday. You know, it's uh, ah. could have been, could have been a, a big Australia crushes all my dreams uh, or my sporting <laughs> dreams uh, kind of day, but it wasn't. So, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Australia will uh, beat Denmark, and uh, England will beat Nigeria. Yeah, and the their 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 corresponding matchups have yet to be determined. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. First in group, first in group F versus second group H, and first in group H versus second group F. So, so yeah, so it's uh, we're getting there, inching towards the the end. So the final, the 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 World Cup final is is on August twentieth. Um, so you want to avoid TFC and the X probably, but you can get up Sunday morning oh. and watch the World Cup final, and then have your whole Sunday ahead of you and not have to like care about anything else. You've just watched a World Cup final. You can go. You can go back to bed and have a nap, and then get up and go for brunch. It's delightful. It's perfect. What more do you just, need to do that day? Yeah, Matt. Morocco want, winning the World Cup is going to be fantastic, right? I just want to avoid my ex. What a bitch! Am I right? Hey, <laughs> um, I don't have an ex. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, I, I that's that might be that that sounds like a pretty solid way to go for for that weekend. So, Ray. Huzzah. All right. Well, that's our show. Um, please join us next week when we, well, we'll talk about some knockout matches and uh, just talk more, more World Cup. We'll see if anything else happens in, you know, Canadian soccer. Who knows? Maybe, maybe the CSA and one of the national teams will, you know, have another public fight and serve each other cease and desist notices and things like that which we still haven't talked about so maybe we'll talk about that next week um but yeah until then please keep watching the women's world cup because it's awesome and uh lots of good things happening even with our xnt being out um if you're a tfc fan you're like me we'll probably still watch when they come back just curious to know who's going to be the coach or who's going to still play there. Who knows? But, you know, it's never dull. It's never dull, right? Right? It's never dull. All right. I would like to thank the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel for joining us this evening. To be found out there on the Twitters, at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. 
Good day. <laughs> Out there in the Twitterverse, holding it down at Vocal Minority CA, Mr. Tony Walsh. That was a solid two hours. Mm. I said after eating Capole. Um, Jesus. (laughs) On the tweet machine at Kidnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. It was probably a little more runnier than that. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon every week, every month. Thank you so very much. We absolutely appreciate it. We have shirts. You can find those on our Zazzle shop. Tony did some wonderful stuff. You find that link on our webpage, vocalminority.ca. It's a good point, Mark. I don't think it's a, a solid two hours after Chipotle. Yeah. I doubt very, it. Very no. liquid. It's a no, yeah. liquid two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Shockingly compacting. Uh, <laughs> well, if you stop asking for triple cheese, yeah. Um, as for I mean, the, me, the cheese in that combo is great. <laughs> it's, your, it's your camping diet. That's um, right. I know. If you want to avoid, if you want to avoid an outhouse, cheese and nuts block mm. you right up. Sounds. <laughs> anyway, as for me, you could find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. No one should be allowed until someone gets to wear the Oliver Miller double zero or whatever. Or oh God! Right? Was he double zero or just zero? I can't remember. No, I think it was, wasn't it double zero? Oliver Miller. Oliver Miller. Raptors. Oh, um, I think it was single zero. Yeah. Wasn't there a time when the Raptors had a zero and a zero zero playing at the same time? Uh, I don't know about that, but I know the Portland Tim, uh, uh, Portland Timbers. Yeah. The Portland, uh, (laughs) somebody had made a point of it at, um, because, you know, nerds and Jersey nerds. Uh, at one for one match, their starting five had the lowest cumulative number of all like in the, in the history of basketball because they had a zero, a double zero, a one three, and a five start. <laughs> That's right. That's, not, That's hilarious. Nine five players. You can't even do that. You can't do that with a one two three four five. That's ten. That's fifteen. It's fifteen. Not like ten. Yeah. It's yeah. not even 10. It's not come even on, 10. Come on, Mark. come on, Mark. You're an accountant. I, I caught one up. Plus, one am plus I, two plus three plus four plus five is 15. I, yes, Mark. Not, not, not with an Excel spreadsheet. Come on. But um, yeah, yeah. So numbers. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just a single zero. I think you're right. But I want to say there was a double zero on, on the Raptors at one point, but I could be wrong too. I'm not sure about Ed, that. Ed Pinkney? I don't know. Whoa. You're swinging for the fences in this one. I got nothing. seriously. Oh. Uh, there you go, Eric Montross and Eric Montross, Chris Gar- really? And Chris Garner both wore double zero. Oh, wow. Chris who? Chris Garner. Huh. Chris Garner. And and wearing zero for the Raptors was Marco Bellinelli, uh, James Johnson, Jared Sullinger, C.J. Miles, and Terrence Davis. Enjoy Terrence Davis. Yeah. And maybe CJ Miles. About Ooh, a buttload, buttload of guys wearing number one, but mm. you know what? I would feel I feel awkward about this uh, basketball conversation. But we did the CFL one last week, so there you go. I mean, yeah, it all, it all makes not? sense. It's uh, why not? I mean, join join us after week. the break for Raptor Talk, only on the Vocal Minority Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like I've read, you know, sorry, after after last week's CFL conversation about has there ever been a uh, uh, a perfect season, I feel like I've seen at least like two separate articles in like a newspaper and somewhere else, you know, talking about like, the rap, the Argos at six and oh seven or whatever they are, and getting into that whole has there been a perfect season conversation? And so that, we we were ahead of the game. Yeah, we 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 uh, we know our stuff. We're 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 future thinkers. Yeah. We're forward thinkers here. This list says Oliver Miller wore number two. That can't be it. Sure, he wore zero. Also, to those of you in traditional print media who listen to us, source this next time, okay? We won't be mad. We just want to know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. We're getting paid to listen to our podcast. How sad is that? We don't even get paid to make our podcast. (laughs) Patreon notwithstanding, thank you very much. We love you all. Did you guys remember a Michael Bradley who played for for the, for oh, the rap all the way off? No way. The Raptors. Uh, oh, seriously? Familiar, yeah. No yeah. way. Two thousand two yeah. to two thousand four. Michael Bradley, number five. No mm. way. Oh wait, that does ring a bell now. Holy was he? Shit. Was he? Was he a guard? No, he wasn't a guard. He was a. Mm. He was a forward. Hard to Power say. Power forward. I don't know. Uh, was he a power center? Forward, yeah. No, power guy. forward center, yeah. He was a power oh, forward center. Right. Yeah. There you go. I was like, wait a second. This is all, this is all ringing a bell for me now. Yes. Hold on. I have to, I have to, I have to look him up now. Oh, Michael yeah, Bradley. that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that guy. No, I, 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 yes. I, yes. Now I see the picture. Yeah, I 100% remember that. Oh, yeah. With that, with that short military haircut, yeah. Ooh. Remember his dad was the coach? That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Robert Bradley? Yes. <laughs> All right, let's 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 move. Let's go back to soccer. Um, 